It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul W. Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, now turning our attention to a story regarding the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Typically, when we think Upper Peninsula, we think recreation, we think amazing nature, an amazing setting, a natural setting. But there's a lot more going on up there than just meets the eye. Both pros and cons when it comes to people moving there, thinking about establishing themselves there, having a family there, certainly establishing a career there. Lots of opportunity bubbling up, but, you know, with people moving there can cause challenges in the way of cost of living. Is there enough housing available to people who want to be there and all the rest that goes with it? Covering that for us today, Lindsay Moore from MLive.com. Tell us about what's going on in the UP. Yeah, Jeff. So the pandemic definitely made remote work the norm for a lot of people. And so as people thought about, I can work anywhere, why not work in the most beautiful part of Michigan? Um, And also there was this thought of why not work where housing is a little bit cheaper too, where I have a little more space, et cetera. And so the the UP for the most part really welcomed that. They needed the population increase to be frank. Um, It's been on the decline for for quite a while. But obviously as you have remote workers and you have quite a bit of new business starting in the UP too, and all of that demands housing, it demands other infrastructure needs, you know, all the reasons that the UP is beautiful and remote also kind of you know on the other side of that coin make it harder to live there right and so absolutely what they're struggling with now is that tension of we want you to be here but we need to make some major investments to make it livable here yeah amazingly the up has got a lot of tech and entrepreneurial activity going on and i think it really has you know this phenomenon does seem like it just started to blossom during the pandemic and continues past the pandemic. But it's really interesting. You know, there's even a company up there doing technology in space, right? I mean, it's a whole changing kind of thing. It's no longer just a recreational paradise or an outdoorsman's kind of area. It's a place where there's real technology being born and developed and commercialized. And it's kind of amazing. Who knew? (laughs) Right. No, I totally agree. And that's honestly where this story came out of is talking about all this really cool technology. Like you mentioned, the, the, you know, space thrusters. We have, you know, people working on serious, cool software, AI stuff, Uh, you know, a lot of apps being developed, just a lot of, you know, fertile ground, it seems like for tech startups up there. I mean, obviously, Michigan Michigan Tech being, you know, one of the biggest names in that field. And so they're drawing people there. And then again, like you mentioned, it's kind of this haven for kayaking and hiking and snowmobiling and so you know if I can if I'm on the mindset of I'm in STEM I'm making a good living but all the things I love are also right there yeah I'm gonna move there I'm gonna move there with my you know three-figure salary and I'm, I'm gonna enjoy my life there and so that has been definitely a big boom and it has been growing and growing but also then you need to be able to do business there you need to be at the pace of business and, and what are you gonna do when you have these really rural airports and what are you going to do when, you know, you have new employees that can't find a spot to live or, you know, you need to kind of bring in fresh talent? It, those are the hurdles that come next after the excitement kind of wears off. The reality comes in, right? Sure. Just the blocking and tackling the logistics of actually living there beyond the beauty, the serenity, the nature, you know, the, all the recreational activity. There are some practical issues that people need to think about, as you mentioned, getting in and out of there. I mean, even if, if you're going to drive to a meeting in the lower part of Michigan, for example, that's a hike. 
not easy thing to make happen. And that's the best of it. As you said, even the flights in and out, not that convenient and kind of irregular, you know, not a full schedule, not, not a lot of opportunity to make that easy getting in and out. So that's one issue. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that the very reason to move there is to kind of get away from it all, right? I mean, that's the big draw. And there's a bell curve here. You know, sooner or later, all of a sudden, it becomes so popular, you've got an issue, you're coming down the backside of the bell curve, and oh my God, I came here because I wanted to get away from it all. And now all this good news of business development, tech development, energy, business activity, et cetera, is chasing me away. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and then with the limited housing and all the rest, all of a sudden, the low cost of housing that that becomes a changing dynamic because of the demand of people moving there. Yeah, certainly. No, it's a great point. And it's really something the UP is kind of struggling with its identity, right? For all those reasons of, you know, I've had, you know, the locals there have been locals for all those reasons you just said that I wanted to be away from folks. And so it's really finding a balance, both, like you said, market cost that you don't want to actually push people out financially and and you don't want to push them out because you want to have this green space. And I was really impressed with one of the developers I talked to, the housing side of things, Longyear, which is not normally a real estate company. They, they do a, a property assessments and they do company assessments, but they happen to be sitting on acreage on acreage. And so they said, okay, we are going to do plots of land that already say this will be a forever green space and then we'll build on it. We're going to kind of step in there in Marquette where the housing need is great. I mean, that's one of the most populated areas of the UP. And so it's really going to take, I think, those type of local developers that know the people, know the place, have the trust of the community and say, we know that you want the green space. We know you want to still feel rural. Can we meet in the middle? And so that was exciting to see that somebody's working on solutions because I do a lot of housing reporting and a lot of data reporting that just shows that numbers are pretty stagnant for housing stock. And so it was exciting to find somebody say, we're really thinking about this in a very you know thoughtful way for what makes sense here. You know, and it's going to be a different housing market than Metro Detroit, obviously. Yeah, and I think one of the more exciting things is kind of the changing nature, the, the changing demographic of the population as well. I know the census indicates that it is an aging population in the UP of Michigan. However, with all of the young people coming in, going to university up there, things may be starting to change in that way as well. And we're seeing a younger, more progressive, more um, dynamic type population that is, you know, doing the kinds of things that ultimately creates vibrant centers where people want to be if that's what they're looking for. Definitely. And that's definitely where, you know, the economic development organization InvestUP is excited and headed towards because they are definitely looking at those college grads coming out of Northern and Marquette and Michigan Tech and Houghton. They want to keep those students there, especially because they're coming out with degrees that are so valuable right now. Yes. And so, I mean, when you look at the median age, though, of the region, it's stark. I mean, it's all either at or above Michigan's median age of 40. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, that was a record high for our state. And they have a goal here to really focus on that 21 to 39 age range. And they're hoping that in the next few years that they can kind of up that specific population by about 5,000 people by 2030. And so that would really kind of get them on course for all the reasons you said, that that vibrancy, the new ideas, and also like to just generate new families there, right? Because yes. right now we have we have people that have been there for generations, but quite frankly, they're, they're not baby-making age anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I got to tell you, you've done a great job as you always do, 
covering, whatever story it is that you write about. You do such an amazing job. We appreciate you so much. And thanks for being on and sharing this story. Lindsay Moore, thanks for being on with us. Thank you. Always a pleasure. All right, Lindsay Moore from MLive.com. We're going to head to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 